Welcome to Aesthetics by Swanson, where everything is aesthetic. This is episode 19, How to Actually Build Muscle 2. If you guys have not heard How to Actually Build Muscle Part 1, please scroll down. It's the very first episode. Go check that out. It was a banger. There's a lot of requests to do part two or a part two. So here we go. This is part two. You guys loved part one. So we're about to bring the fires. Somebody call the fireman because this motherfucking house is about to be burning. Burning. This is how to actually build muscle to episode 19. Coaching programs in the bio, workout manuals in the bio. A uh, new program, Homegrown Glutes. If you got kids at the house and the hubby works, you're a stay-at-home mom, that is the program for you to get it right, get it tight for the hubbies. Facts. Facts. Here we go. Let's dive into this. So, before we even go into the meat of this podcast, you already know I'm the nutrition man. So, before we even get to the intensity threshold, which is the very first part i'm going to talk about in this podcast the nutrition first off you need to know your goal your physique goal are you bulking are you cutting are you are you in a deficit or do you want to build mass uh do you want to bring up this and that you need to know your goal and you need to figure that out before you know anything else you have to have a goal second once you have found your physique goal you need to find your overall calories once you have done that that's going to fill the training. One gram per pound for protein is a must. Get that every single day. Very simple, right? Here we go. So now that we got that checked off, we need to find our intensity threshold. This is something I don't believe I talked about on the first podcast or I didn't go in depth into, so I'm going to do it on this one. How to find intensity threshold. Real bodybuilding coaches know this technique, so I'm going to spit this secret. It's not really a secret, but most coaches that are true coaches, not the Gold's Gym coaches or the Anytime Fitness coaches, they don't do this. They don't really know how to do this, but the real bodybuilding coaches know how to do this technique that I'm about to explain, and it's called finding a client's or your intensity threshold. So on the parameters... Of aesthetics, like I talked about before, aesthetics and hypertrophy go hand in hand to build a well-balanced physique, a well-sculpted physique, or as ladies say, toned. To find our intensity threshold, we're going to take an example of a dumbbell incline bench, right? So we're going to do, we're going to take two thirties. If you can get with perfect form after, this is after you've done you know, a warm-up set first, make sure your joints are good, you stretched. We're going to take two 30-pound weights, sorry, dumbbells. We're going to kick them up, and I want you to go to 15 reps. If you are dying at rep eight, the weight is too heavy, you need to take the weight down to about 20, and then that's going to be your intensity threshold for like 10 to 15 reps. I promise you, if you take the weight down and you control it, you're going to find your threshold. Once you find your threshold in that context of it being 20 pounds now, it's probably going to be around, you're probably going to stop at an even 12 12 reps for each set. That's the weight that you need to be working on. You don't need to be working at 7 reps for 20 pounds. That's too light in that context. 
So you need to pick something that's in the middle. So it can't be too light for hypertrophy, but it can't be too heavy. It has to be in the middle, right? These are the cheat codes, right? This is the this is the formula that we use in bodybuilding and aesthetics. And, you know, when you're trying to sculpt and uh, stimulate muscle, the reason why moderate weight is because we are trying to find the, we're trying to get, you know, have mechanical tension and see where our threshold is for training till failure. Because if you get to train till failure and you're tracking your weights and tracking your lifts, like I talked about before, now you have something to gauge off of. So if you got a perfect 12 for 12 for 12 for 12 for 12 on 20 pounds in this context, and you've been running that for two weeks, and then you go for 13 for 13 for 13 for 13 with perfect form, you know you have gotten stronger. In this context, because you've gotten the proper calories, like I talked about, one gram per pound, the nutrition, the rest, now you realize your muscles have grown. A bigger muscle is a stronger muscle, a stronger muscle is a bigger muscle. Facts. So now we know we're growing, our body composition is changing. There's no guesswork because all the variables are being taken care of. Facts. Now, in this other context of the 30-pound weights, if you're at if you got a perfect 15 and it was too easy, you got to take the weight up and drop the reps down. You see what I did there? So if it was too heavy with 30 pounds, you drop the weight, increase the reps. If it was too light for 30 pounds, you increase the weight, drop the reps. You see the issue in the gym and the consciousness, you got jokers in there trying to power lift shit. They can't power lift. And next thing you know, they're in the hospital talking to a doctor trying to holler at the nurse because he fucked up his rotator cuff. Don't let that be you. I don't want to see you on YouTube. I don't want to see you on TikTok with a broken leg trying to move some weight. You have no business trying to lift. Don't do that. We are not power lifters. We are bodybuilders. We are trying to train for aesthetics. Aesthetics and hypertrophy go hand in hand. So pick a weight that you can move confidently. Keyword was confident. Confidently with perfect form. If you're doing a standing bicep curl, your legs at any point should not be moving. Your shoulder, your rotator cuff, should not be helping you jerk the weight up. Sorry, get the weight up. If you're jerking and making all these weird constipation faces, the weight is too heavy for you. You need to take it down and control the weight and slow down the eccentric, which is the portion when the weight is coming down. That is how you train for aesthetics. This is bodybuilding. This is aesthetics. This is, oh my God, look at him. He looks so fucking sexy with this shirt off. This is this stuff. This is that stuff. Yeah, this is that. This is that Cristiano Ronaldo physique stuff I'm talking about. Facts. So once you're done with your workout and you get the proper calories and you get one gram per pound, you rest, your body's going to grow back anew. You're going to realize in the next two weeks of doing the reps with proper form and getting the calories in, you're being faithful to your diet, you're getting stronger. You're getting bigger. You're growing. You're actually growing. You're actually growing. You're not throwing up... You're not trying to see how much weight you can lift. You're actually controlling the weight. And I want to end on this. A calorie surplus. If you run that Greek God program or that peach program in a calorie surplus, you're tracking all the variables like I talked about. The cardio, the steps, the high intensity, the calories, the one gram per pound. You're tracking with the chronometer. You're going to grow 
twice as fast than you would in the maintenance phase. I've already done the documentaries on it. It works. Facts. I've done the beta test with two clients, have the, pro, have the documentation to prove that. I've done the beta test on myself, have the documentation to prove that. And I've done the, the surplus, the bulking, and I have the, also have the documentation to prove that. You will grow twice as fast. No joke. So being in a calorie surplus and training with that type of intensity and controlling those variables is literally the spiritual equivalent to having a multitude of resources to build a house or build a car. Let's say you take a Mustang base model, has no upgrades to it. And then all of a sudden you win a lottery or you come into large amounts of money and now you want to customize that car. You came into a surplus of resources and now you want to add more to the car. Next thing you know, every day you're adding a new part to the car. That's the equivalent. Shout out to Tyler Fluid from Level Up Physiques. He said that building muscle is very energy expensive. And I agree. You have to literally give your muscles a reason to grow. And just because, as he says, just because you got a little burn there doesn't mean you're going to grow. You need to be pushing pretty much to failure. I want to say if you're doing four sets, you need to be pushing to failure on like three, if most, on the very last set, which is set number four in this context. You need to be pushing to failure because you are sending the signal to the body, grow. And the car context that I just talked about, you're literally giving your the car a surplus of parts and now it's souped up. Versus if you didn't win the lottery and you were just putting finances or resources or deposits on it every week to put a new part on, it's going to take a little bit of time. And if you're in debt, this is so spiritual. If you're in debt and you're trying to build your car, well, you got to get out of debt. You got to get out the deficit. You see what I'm saying? It's very equivalent. It's very spiritual. You got to get out the calorie deficit. You see, this is the reason why I love bodybuilding and aesthetics because it's universal. You can be in a debt financially, you can be in a maintenance financially, and you can be in a surplus financially. It's all about the intention and the context. So in conclusion, find your intensity threshold, get your calories in, know your goal, track your lifts, track everything. Do not be one of these people that just heard everything I said in this podcast and you do train for hypertrophy and then you complain, well, I'm not growing. I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's go to the variables. Are you tracking your steps? No, but I'm training hard in the gym. Okay, are you tracking your lifts? No, but I'm training hard though. But are you tracking your lifts? No. Are you getting one gram per pound? I think I am. What the fuck does that mean? Are you getting one gram per pound or not? Well, you know, I, I eat a lot of meat. I didn't say that. Answer the goddamn question, guy. Are you getting one gram per pound? I don't know if I'm getting one gram per pound. Do you hear the freaking words that are coming out of my mouth, guy? Why do you keep asking me if I'm getting one gram per pound? And that's why you're not growing. Check all of the boxes off, and I promise you, you will win in this aesthetics game. Guys, this has been episode 19, How to Actually Build Muscle 2. Have a great day. I love you guys. And remember... You have the power.